Hello everybody. Um, just as a preface to this episode, we wanted to announce that we're going to be ending the month of September with just this episode and that we're going to be back October 7th with a bunch of spooky, scary, paranormal stories um, from both our experiences and our friends' experiences. So yeah, we just wanted to announce that this is the last episode for this month and that we're going to be back with more consistent and frequent uploading the month of October. So we hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you'll enjoy our spooky October podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening and we will see you back October 7th. Bye! Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Twilight Rambles. My name is Victor, and today I am joined by a special guest. Hello, Yoshi. Hello, everyone. Hello, Victor. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. So Max isn't able to join us today, sadly, but she will probably be here next week. So in the meantime, we have a very special guest, Yoshi Yoshi. How are you? I'm good. I'm great. How are you? Doing all right. I just finished eating a little bit ago. I had like a a burrito bowl, but it was um, like vegan meatballs instead of like meat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, no meat. It was just like lettuce, beans, rice, sour cream, cheese, and vegan meatballs. Vegan meatballs. I love vegan yeah. meat. Oh, now you do? Because I remember at one point you were, like, anti-vegan well, meat. Okay, so I like vegan meat when it doesn't look like actual meat. But when they, like, oh, okay. make vegan hot dogs or vegan, like, impossible burgers that a lot of chain restaurants are doing now, I can't eat that. Yeah. It's just, I know it's not real meat. Well, I'd like to think that it's not real meat, but it mm-hmm. it still makes me feel like a cheater. <laughs> yeah, it sussies you out. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, And you are vegan vegetarian vegetarian yeah i can't go vegan I like max is vegan oh really yeah i admire her i'm already i already have a hard time being vegetarian and i'm three years in <laughs> i don't think i can commit to full veganism mm. that's me with veg- with vegetarianism like i already barely eat meat i don't really eat red meat i only eat um like chicken mm. and then i'll have mainly like vegan meat as a meat substitute yeah but i think completely cutting it off it's like a different story because i remember i struggled with it when i first got into vegetarianism so much mm-hmm. especially because oh yeah in the mexican household there's not a lot no right exactly of dishes that don't incorporate meat into them so yep i struggled a lot but it's possible i mean <laughs> And if you go to, like, a Mexican restaurant, the vegan option is literally just vegetables. Vegetables, like, yeah. It's not even just vegetables. It's literally just lettuce and tomato. Lettuce and tomato and the occasional onion. <laughs> right. And avocado sometimes yeah. if you're lucky. And if, you, if they're a bougie <laughs> restaurant, they'll throw an orange on top of that. It's <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> and some cucumber. <laughs> um. uh, it's so sad. Um, they should, like, explore like vegan meat substitutes but then they would also have to if they want to do it correctly they would have to like set aside a part of the grill for only vegan meat yeah because it's like Mm -hmm. mcdonald's when 
how so many people were talking about this could be like wrong but so many people were talking about how the mcdonald's fries weren't vegan or vegetarian friendly and one reason being is that they fry them in the same oil that they fry some of their meats it was something Mm -hmm. like that and it's just like yeah when you want to claim something to be vegan or fully vegetarian you have to you know it's a process you can't just like make something without meat in it and say hey here you go you know you have to ensure that that's the case yeah not just not just say that it is yeah Mm -hmm. what a nice little chat about vegetarianism (laughs) yeah it's it's super interesting to me Mm -hmm. uh i always like to know like what the reasoning is Mm -hmm. behind people's decision and a lot of people is like the ethical reasons or health reasons what would you say like your main driver driver is um i think ethical reasons is like plays the most part into why i converted over but it's not like Mm -hmm. i wish i could say that it was for you know environmental reasons like i care about the environment because i do care about the environment you know and i know that our consumption of meat is doing a lot of harm to the environment but people who know me know that I'm very very emotional and I rely on my emotions a (laughs) lot like to get me through Mm -hmm. life so the literally the only reason I became a vegetarian is because I watched the movie Okja on Netflix and it made me so sad and so I never ate meat again (laughs) like like that's it that's the like it happened overnight it was really hard to like get into it but that's that's how it happened so it's more ethical emotional Mm -hmm. i guess you could say (laughs) yeah yeah wow i remember like you said something about it being a movie but i didn't remember what movie it was yeah it was okja have you seen it yeah yeah. i think so is it the one with um it's like an animal main character yeah is it animated no it's not animated um can you give me like like what's what is what's the animal? I'm seeing like a gray. Yeah, it's kind of they call it a, like a super pig, I think, and it's like it looks like a hippo, oh. but it's like right, kind of right. chubby. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like it's a hippo, but it definitely is not. No, it wasn't technically a hippo, but it looked like a hippo. It was like kind of big and grayish. But yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, yeah. that's wow. That's my breakthrough story. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's super interesting, though. Um, when do you remember, like, what year we met? Oh God, no! I knew that it had to be like elementary school, obviously. Yeah, we've lived in the same neighborhood. I think the since forever. Yeah, the year I most vividly remember me interacting with you would probably be sixth or eighth or fifth grade because of imsa i was gonna say sixth grade imsa and yeah, stuff like and that sixth. yeah mm-hmm. so whatever year that was um 2000 whatever year that was think, oh that that was so long ago that's kind of crazy i think that was like 2013 mm-hmm. something like that something around the time mm-hmm. and i remember we would like bully each other yeah me too but my bully we'd like Mine was a bit more, like, in my head. I was just like, oh my God, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> you did not like me? It's not that I didn't like you. I was just like, <laughs> oh, hey, Victor. I don't know. I'm just very anti-men. And unfortunately for you, you were a man. So, well, a boy. That's true. But, yeah. Oh, a boy, yeah. Huh. 
I don't know why. I think I just I like liked bullying you because you didn't like me. <laughs> so I was like, let me do the same thing then. <laughs> let me do the same thing. And I probably right. And when 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 I say bully, it wasn't I wasn't like throwing rocks at no. you. She, it would just I would just be like pestering her. Yeah. And like annoying her. Really, that was pretty much the extent of it. <laughs> throwing rocks. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It, damn, that was a long time ago. Seven years. That's crazy. Only seven years? That is insane. I, it feels like more. Yeah, it feels like way longer. We've definitely known each other for longer than seven yeah. years. Yeah. It feels like... It's just one of those huh. friendships where you don't know the starting point. It just happened. <laughs> right, right, right. No, yeah. And it feels like you've been friends for longer than it, it's actually been. Like, I would say, I would consider you my friend my entire life. Because I don't remember my life, like, right. before you were my friend. If I even had friends. Exactly. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I mean, uh, thanks. Okay, I'll hold back the compliment. <laughs> she said, "Don't now. flatter yourself." <laughs> I'm kidding. She said, "I don't want to blow up your head." <laughs> yeah, that's Bigger actually exactly is. what I was going to say, but I held back. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to hold back. <laughs> this is this is oh, this is what our relationship was like. I remember our uh, our senior senior English teacher was like, you guys have a really interesting relationship. <laughs> and we were like, listen, this is how we first became friends. Uh-huh. This is probably how we're going to be for the rest of our lives. She was like, OMG, you can tell you guys are BFFs because you're always fighting with each other. And I was like... <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, I didn't realize how dare you? it was that much, you know? <laughs> it kind of is, but it's like, I think that's we like, like are okay with it. Yeah, it's like 80% of our friendship is just us bickering. Right. But that's just because... <laughs> That's just because you're very, well, not even you, me, I'm very opinionated. Like, I've been, I'm an open-minded person. Yeah, and so we have just, like, very strong opinions, so we're constantly clashing, (laughs) but even when we don't clash, we're just constantly, like, communicating loudly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, definitely. Oh, my God. Such fun times, though. Um, What was it? What did I want to ask you? I feel like you're um, interviewing me now. Oh yeah, we can we can go into the interview then. Alrighty. I was I was gonna ask you something else, but we can go we can go into that. Okay, okay. Um, so for the zine, this episode will come out hopefully. If it's not like these last few episodes, it'll be on schedule, <laughs> unlike the other ones. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> but this one will come out. This one will come out Wednesday, hopefully. And if it does, Thursday, the day after this is posted, the zine and drop one will be out Ah, exciting (gasps) i know it's so exciting and in the in the zine i asked yoshi to interview me uh because well for one she is she like knows me so well Mm -hmm. and she she doesn't she cuts the crap with me (laughs) she will call me out if it's needed um and so i was like yoshi you should interview me but yoshi is also a journalism major yeah which is super cool at Columbia. At Columbia. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you about your major first, and then we can go into the interview. Okay, okay. How has how has your experience been? Because it's, I don't know how Columbia works, but at my school, like our first year is like general art classes, and then starting the second year, like you go fully into your major. Mm-hmm. Uh, so have you been? Have you gone fully into your major yet? Yeah, I have because I think one of the kind of ideas that Columbia sells its students on is that 
right from the get-go, like your freshman year, you have to declare a major, even if it's like exploratory, which is what they call their undecided major, you still have to like engage and engage in it in some type of way. So I declared my major freshman year right when I got into it. So all my classes, and this is just like based on my own, for my own reasons, but all my classes have been primarily focused on my major because on top of it being journalism, it's also, I have a concentration in broadcast television. So I have to meet requirements that fulfill the journalism part of it, but also meet requirements that fulfill the television part of it. And because of that, that's enough to fill my schedule. So literally from the first semester, I've been taking journalism classes, TV classes. They could be behind the scenes or in front of the camera. So it's been, it's been really interesting, you know? And so far I've liked, I've, I've loved it actually. Like I can't just say I like it. I've always known that I wanted to be studying for a career where I would get some sort of pedestal. You know what I mean? Like some sort of, just like for my voice to be put out there in some way, even if it's not focusing on me, I just wanted people to hear me. And so I think journalism was a really wise way to go because it teaches me how not only to put my voice out there, but how I can use my voice to enhance the voices of other people. And yeah, so I've liked it so far, right? I've liked it so far. And on top of that, (laughs) the broadcast television part of it, I have to, I'm forced to see myself on camera a lot. And for some people, it might work the other way. But for me, it's actually boosted my like self-confidence. Like having to see mm. how I look, it really helps me form an image of myself in my head. Because before mm-hmm. this, if you asked me what I look like, I would not know. Like even to this day, <laughs> I struggle with trying to explain how I look to people because I just don't, I I have no clear image of myself in my head. But like, Mm-hmm. Now that I've been seeing myself on camera more, it's interesting because instead of picking at all my insecurities and just flaws that I have, I'm kind of like, oh, hey, you know, I have flaws, but they make up the bigger picture that is me. So I'm just like growing to accept myself as I am as a as I am already instead of trying to change myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. That's super cool. Where do you want to end up with your major? I have no idea. Since you're taking the broadcast concentration. I have no idea. (laughs) I feel like my goal... So, I've never... The only person I've ever publicly admitted this to is to my mom. But the reason that... One big factor I took into consideration when going into journalism is the fact that I wanted to be on TV. But the thing is, I don't want to do news, per se. I want to do... Mm. entertainment so Mm. I don't know if you watch I think it's Access Hollywood but Scott Evans Mm -hmm. do you know Scott Mm -hmm. Evans I don't think so I don't think so yeah he's like one of the anchors for Access Hollywood I love him so 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 much (laughs) he he like interviews let me google him he go ahead yeah he interviews celebrities and the the interview that got me into him is the one that he did with BTS for I think it was I don't think it was Billboard I think it was Access Hollywood too but he did an interview with Mm -hmm. BTS and just his personality he knows how to bring out the best in people or how to make people so comfortable when speaking to them and it's just like that's what I want to be you know like I want to be able to talk to whether it be celebrities or regular people and for me to just bring make them feel comfortable enough to talk to me and just 
you know, provide other people with that content. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. But yeah, so I first I wanted to go into entertainment news. You know, I wanted to share what's going on in the pop culture world. But now I think this isn't set in stone because the one thing I know about my future is I just want to make it (laughs) to my future. Like, that's that's it. I have, like, no... That's a good goal. That's a great goal. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have any goals set in stone, but... Um, my goal right now is I really want to work at a Spanish news station just because, Ooh. yeah, just because I feel like when I was younger, I neglected my culture a lot. Mm-hmm. I like hated anything that had to do with it because of the people that I associated it with. Same. But now it's just, as I, as I got older, I started appreciating it for making the, for making me who I am now, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I am Mexican-American, not just American, not just Mexican, Mexican-American. And I can't acknowledge that without acknowledging my, Mex- my Mexican family, my Mexican culture that I indulge in every day and things like that. So now I really just want to kind of involve myself more into it politically, I guess you could say. Yeah. So now yeah. I'm kind of reaching for a more serious news job. But yeah. Hmm. That's really cool. So you'd be like, in theory, one of the routes that you could go or you could see yourself in would be like a red carpet interviewer. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> and you're going to be invited to like the award shows. Yeah. And you're going to invite me, right? Yes. <laughs> Who says you won't already be there? That's true. Maybe I will be there. Exactly. I probably will exactly let's just say that yeah exactly <laughs> and I'll be like Yoshi in my dreamed out mapped out future you are already at the award shows no thank you <laughs> but yeah I'm presenting the award you're presenting the award yeah actually I'm like I'm the person that hands to other people the award just quietly in the background I'm like here you go <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding um but yeah, that's that's super cool. I definitely agree with. Um, I feel like in that sense we had a similar upbringing with how we view our our culture then and how we view it now. Like I've definitely grown to appreciate appreciate it a lot more now. Uh, that I've grown to like accept. Uh, like where. Hmm, I've grown to accept how much of a role it plays in my life mm-hmm. and like how how like you said how much it's made me who I am now so yeah and part of that was through educating myself on the actual history of of Mexico and like our indigenous ancestors and how a lot of the things we do now are because of Spanish conquistadors and I keep saying that but it's it, it it's a thing that I learned and I want to share it with people so that they are aware of it also yeah like Catholicism and our language, um, you know, all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, super cool. Uh, but let's 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 move on to interviews since we like touched on interviews a little bit. Yeah. Um, how did you? How did you? What was your first reaction when I approached you with the interview? I was super scared. Like, <laughs> oh, no. I'm always scared though. Like, 
<laughs> my main well not my main but one of my big personality traits is always being nervous about something I'm just constantly in an anxious state of being <laughs> but um right. I was just a, I didn't know how to go about setting up the questions you know and I told you mm. I told you about it before the interview started when we actually did it but I didn't know if I wanted it to be more focused on like less serious I guess you could say topics or just like questions you would hear on teen magazines you know what I mean like asking you what music you're listening to today favorite animal stuff like that but Mm -hmm. I ended up going with more career-centered questions because I feel like something that I associate with you the most is like how hard you're always working on the projects that you put out with people like you put out for other people to consume and so I was just like, mm-hmm. so I feel, I was really nervous at first that I wasn't going to meet what maybe the expectation you had. But at the end, I was just like, you know what, this is what I want to focus on because this is how I see Victor. So I was just like, so that's what I'm going to do. So I, I, I got more excited as the thing came forward. That's good. Uh, well, the only expectation I had was for you to be, you know, honest, I guess. <laughs> Like, I honestly was like, I know that whatever she does is going to be great. Mm -hmm. Because I believe in you. Uh. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I didn't really, I really, truly, honestly just expected, like, honesty. Because I knew that you were going to, whatever you asked was going to be, you know, things that you felt strongly about. Mm -hmm. And that's what ended up happening. I'm very happy with the end result. Oh, I'm so glad. (laughs) (laughs) Even now, I'm still nervous about it. I'm just always nervous. (laughs) It's okay. Ask me how I feel and it's always going to be nervous. Like, that's just... I'll ask you how you feel Thursday. And I'll be nervous. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What would you say... um, Did you have any question that you want to ask that you didn't get to ask? Off the top of my head, I, I'm pretty sure when I was like transcript, like transcribing it and reading it over afterwards, I had a bunch of questions. I was just like, "Ooh, I could have said this, or I could have asked that, or whatever." But now I'm just like kind of content with it. Like I think I hit a lot of the big concepts that I wanted to hit on. So off the top yeah. of my head, not really. I think I got all my questions out there. But also, if you let me sit on it for, like, three days, I'll probably be like, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, no. Um, Yeah, I agree, though. It was very thorough, Mm -hmm. I asked. And what's on the zine is a very, 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 very condensed version (laughs) of the actual thing. I didn't realize how much it would be, but it's kind of crazy. I think, like, once the interview ended... And we had hit an hour on our Zoom call. I was just like, oh, this is going to be so long. But that, that's just because I've tr- I transcribe a lot, like, for my major. So I've taken conversations mm-hmm. that are, like, three minutes long and have to write them out. And that's already, like, it could be a page, depending on the person. So I already knew, right. like, once the interview ended, I was just like, this is going to be so uh-huh. long. <laughs> but that, I think that's good because it gave me more content to work with. Right. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so there there um is going to be more issues 
of the zine of a b zine uh-huh kind of sounds cool right yeah. i said that in, out loud the other day and i was like a b zine it's like abc but a b zine uh there will be more issues and you're gonna be the the resident the not resident interviewer yeah but like it's like if a, you if you would take the position obviously i accept it's like an unpaid internship okay. honestly yeah <laughs> honestly i like it because it's i think my favorite part about the whole interview thing is that we were it was taking you know our already developed friendship and adding our careers into it and it's just cool mm-hmm. because when I'm interviewing you, it doesn't feel like I'm doing homework. It feels like I'm like having fun. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, that's what the podcast always feels like. Yeah. Especially when we have guests on, super cool. Super cool. Oh my, your first super guest, cool. Deja. I was literally messaging her as I was re- listening to it, and I was like, Deja, you're like the funniest person ever. <laughs> <laughs> she is so funny. She's so uninspired. All of my friends are funny. Oh, I don't know about that. Like, I think. <laughs> <laughs> People, you are. people laugh at me a lot when I'm being serious. <laughs> so they take that as humorous. It's because you're always nervous laughing when you're serious too. Yeah. So we're just like, oh, I guess we're supposed to laugh also. <laughs> this is so humiliating. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, yeah. Continue though. What were you saying? Oh, yeah. I just think Deja is so unintentionally funny. Like there is this oh, one part where you guys were talking about video games. <laughs> and I think... Your, your dynamics are just funny but you were talking about how i forgot what the exact conversation was but it was about buying stuff through video games and spending money on them and it was, and you were like and it's not like somebody would pay five dollars to buy so and so off of game and then you're just like yeah nobody would do that and they just was like oh no i would right and i was like that's so true because uh, all summer we were texting each other about how we spent like 35 million dollars yeah. on pocket yeah. <laughs> yes she gave that exact example exactly. oh, it was so funny right. oh my god i love that i'll do that a lot where i like accidentally throw like a diss out into the air to nobody in particular and then somebody that i'm talking to is like oh actually i do that actually, that's <laughs> I'm, me. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm actually the ceo of the company <laughs> thank you right yeah <laughs> exactly oh my god um but yeah, in the future, in the future issues of the zine, um, you'll if if um, if it's okay with you, obviously, because I can't be the only person that's interviewed each time. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll have to interview other people. Ooh, that's exciting. Actually, it is exciting. So I like work for you. I am yeah. an employee of AB Zine. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should make a shirt. And employee, we'll send it to you. Am I the only other employee? I, I am employed. You, Max, Deja, and um, one of my other friends. Oh man, I was just like employee of the month every month, but <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> you're not employees, so you're just um, supportive friends that are collaborating with me on this project. Okay, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you want to put it that way, and it's also just it's a um i really wanted to make it a space where we could we could all practice our future careers Mm -hmm. like start solidifying the visions that we have for ourselves in the future 
Yeah, and that's exactly what it feels like. Like getting mm-hmm. work done outside of school, kind of. Right, exactly. Because for me, um, like working on graphic design projects in school is very, um, I don't want to say tiring or exhausting. It definitely is, but that's not the only thing. Mm-hmm. It's more so like kind of demotivating. Yeah. Because they take so much time and there's only so much time in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't work on my own stuff. You know, if I have a major project to do for my classes. But I've still learned to add like a part of myself into everything that I do, mm-hmm. which is super crucial in any creative career. Yeah. Like adding a part of yourself into everything you do is just extremely beneficial. But yeah it's kind of nice to have something outside of the the classroom setting to focus your creative energy on mm-hmm. and I've been doing that for a while and it's been I honestly if it wasn't for that I would probably be a lot less annoying <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean annoying <laughs> I would just be less boring not less boring more boring more boring i was like less boring what do you <laughs> yeah i would be less developed as a creative person that's kind of crazy yeah like what in my brain was like you have to do this work outside of the work that you're already doing probably because you're a virgo mm. that's very true i stand virgos <laughs> yeah. i think that's Either. another reason it's just <laughs> why we bicker a lot it's just that you're a virgo i'm sorry I can't change it. I kind of love being a Virgo. Yeah, that's a Virgo thing. <laughs> I actually do really like all Virgos that I've met. It's a Virgo thing. I don't think I've met a Virgo that I don't like. Yeah, it's a Virgo thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. Well, I think we're we're nearing the end. <gasps> really? Of today's episode. Yeah, it's it's been a bit. That's we can talk. We can we can share another anecdote. That's so crazy. That this goes by so fast. Do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about how? Your mom wants us to get married. No. I actually like to lock that part <laughs> of my brain. <laughs> she said, actually, I would like to not be reminded about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's why I laughed so hard when you DM'd me. She was like, are you coming out as a heterosexual? <laughs> because I had posted a picture with the caption, I'm in love with my, pe- with my future, can't wait to meet her. Uh-huh. Quoting the Billie Eilish song. And she was like, wait, are you coming out as a heterosexual? And I was like, ah, your mom would wish. <laughs> it's because your captions are so cryptic sometimes. I'm just like, wait. <laughs> and knowing you, I was just like, this could be his like super subtle yet extra way of coming out again. Like, <laughs> He's just like, oh, joke's over. Not gay. <laughs> I tricked y'all. And I was just like, oh my God. Hmm. Imagine if that was the case, though. I mean, it could. I can't. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I feel sexuality is such a fluid thing, though. Like that's why I was just no, like, for sure. I was like, "Are you heterosexual? Is this that what's happening?" <laughs> you were just like, "Is this what's happening?" And you're just like, "Ha ha." Oh, I one hundred percent agree. Like hundred percent, don't exist in anything. Yeah. Nothing is Except real. Except for like math. No, math Nothing isn't is real, real either. <laughs> everything is a social construct did you see that that tiktok of the girl that was like wait math isn't real 
yeah and like people like half of the people were roasting her the other half were like wait but hold on she's like kind of saying something yeah i saw one of my mutuals on twitter kind of took it in a different approach mm-hmm. so instead of agreeing with her he kind of didn't like the way that she was dismissing other origins of math i guess you could say mm-hmm. you know and like once if you really look into concepts like that deeply like yeah i guess saying nothing is real is kind of dismissive and ignorant Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's (laughs) we made everything like it's kind of yeah yeah, no for real i was thinking about that with money like we made money yeah like money as a thing didn't exist it was about trading things of equal value Mm -hmm. and then trading them for something that was of more value than doing that and increasing your quote-unquote wealth which was just whoever had the most things yeah and that's how capitalism started um well, capitalism. <laughs> uh, but yeah how are you feeling people are gonna like see the interview i think i'm gonna make a like a blog section in the in the website maybe mm-hmm. and have the interview there like the full interview oh, sure Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be cool because you put a lot of work into it so i want people to see it <laughs> it was a lot of transcribing <laughs> it was a lot of transcribing exactly it's like six pages i think and i was like wow yeah it was so much <laughs> but yeah i narrowed it down to six maybe like four actually because they're, it's very spaced out yeah maybe a little bit but when i say four pages that's four pages of five and a half by eight and a half and then yeah. your pages are eight and a half by eleven. They're bigger. But anyway. Oh, you mean the oh. No, the the other way around. Sorry. No, yeah, you're fine. No, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you feeling though? I'm. I don't know. I feel like no one can judge me except for journalism majors. I feel and mm-hmm. like I said, like my major has helped me develop a lot of self-respect and self-love for myself. Especially like reading the good commentary that my professors leave on my work a lot of times. So it's just like I feel like I only get good. No, not always, but like the good. I don't. I try to focus only on the good parts because I've already got a lot of bad parts in my head. I don't need to like consume everything that people say to me. But I mean, I don't know. Even if it's not my best work in some people's eyes, I'm just proud that I was happy with it. You know. So I'm just ex- excited to share that with people and for people to be able to see like a little bit inside your brain while also seeing a little bit inside my brain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like how it does both. Yeah. It both like looks into your brain and mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited that you feel that way. It makes me really happy Thanks. to know that, you know, my intentions were fruitful. Is that the word? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't either, but it sounds correct. Yeah. So we're just gonna go with it. Um, so yeah, I think I think we should close it up now. Oh, okay, dokey. This is so fun. Okay. Oh yeah, it was so much fun. It went by so fast. Yeah, I literally feel like I've only been sitting here for ten minutes. <laughs> no, it's for sure been more than forty minutes. That's crazy. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. So for today's organization, we're highlighting the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation, and they accrue funds that are then sent out to 
the families of firefighters who have yeah the families of firefighters who have lost their family members who were firefighters did that sentence make sense yeah okay i was just making sure but yeah they're a nonprofit organization and they are responsible for sending out the funds to the families so that they can cope and for you know any support that they may need any monetary support that they may need so if you are able to do so go ahead and donate as always the link is set up through the link tree in our instagram bio which is twilight.rambles so give it a follow and yeah yoshi thank you so much for for coming on the podcast today thank you for having me this is really fun <laughs> of course yeah it was super fun are you nervous anywhere i'm always nervous <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a little like less nervous I guess now <laughs> okay well that's good mm-hmm. that's good well I'm glad that you enjoyed your time thank you so much again for coming on do you have anything you want to promote your social media your anything oh god no the only social media I'm active on is stan twitter please don't follow me on there <laughs> <laughs> okay Alrighty, everyone um yeah if you have any concerns comments questions remarks um ideas that you want to share with me or max or yoshi um you can find us (laughs) on social media and thanks thanks for listening thank you goodbye bye bye